What is the meaning of greatness? So many of us want to be great, but what is the definition we're using? Is it Jesus' own definition of greatness? Let's prepare our hearts as we enter into today's passage. Father, we praise you as we come before you right now. May you make Jesus known to us and teach us how to follow him. Spirit, give us eyes to see and ears to hear the words and way of King Jesus and the grace to follow in his path. Prepare our hearts to meet with you in Scripture as we pray as Jesus has taught us. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. May your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Mark 10, verses 32 to 45. They were on the road, going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were astonished, but those who followed him were afraid. Taking the twelve aside again, he began to tell them the things that would happen to him. See, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles, and they will mock him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him, and he will rise after three days. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, approached him and said, Teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask you. Well, what do you want me to do for you? He asked them. They answered him, Allow us to sit at your right and at your left in your glory. Jesus said to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup I drink, or to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? We are able, they told him. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink, and you will be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not mine to give. Instead, it is for those whom it has been prepared. When the ten disciples heard this, they began to be indignant with James and John. Jesus called them over and said to them, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. But those in high positions, they act as tyrants over them. It is not so among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you will be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you will be slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many.
in a culture that was even more obsessed with titles and power than we are, Jesus's words flip the entire system on its head. The Son of Man, Jesus's own way of referring to himself, specifically as the promised king, well, he came to serve others. To be not just a servant, but the servant who lays down even his own life. This is the path of greatness, as Jesus defines it. A path of service that lays itself down for others. So let's invite the Spirit to help us check our own hearts as we meditate on this passage again. Mark 10, verses 32 to 45. They were now on the way up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were filled with awe, and the people following behind were overwhelmed with fear. Taking the twelve disciples aside, Jesus once more began to describe everything was that was about to happen to him. Listen, he said, we're going to Jerusalem where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die and hand him over to the Romans. They will mock him, spit on him, flog him with a whip, and kill him. But after three days, he will rise again. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came over and spoke to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do us a favor. What is your request? he asked. They replied, when you sit on your glorious throne... We want to sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But Jesus said to them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I am about to drink? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism of suffering I must be baptized with? Oh yes, they replied, we are able. Then Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup and be baptized with my baptism of suffering. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. God has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. So Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people. Officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others, and to give his life as a ransom for many.
In your life, do you spend more time thinking about what serves you than you do how you serve others? It's hard in our culture to not give in to that mindset of self first. But for us who follow Jesus, we must invite the Spirit to build in us a heart of servanthood, of being ones who seek only to serve those around them. Not in a way that disregards ourselves or out of a disbelief of our own worth, but actually because we recognize who we are and what our worth is. That we are the people of King Jesus, the King who came to serve, not to be served. For the path to greatness for those of us who belong to Jesus is precisely the path of service. Invite the Spirit to make that true in us as we meditate on this passage one last time. Mark 10, verses 32 to 45. They were walking to Jerusalem, and Jesus was ahead of them. His disciples were filled with awe, while the crowds were filled with fear. Calling the twelve aside, Jesus told them what was going to happen. We are on our way to Jerusalem, where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the priests and scribes. They will sentence him to death and hand him over to Rome to execute. They will mock him, spit on him, beat him, and then finally kill him. Three days later, though, he will rise to life again. After this, James and John, Zebedee's sons, came and asked Jesus, Teacher, can you do us a favor? When you sit on your throne in glory, may we be seated on your right and left in the seats of honor? Jesus responded, You do not even know what it is you are asking. Are you prepared to drink the bitter cup that is set before me? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I am about to be baptized with? The brothers replied, Yes, we are prepared. Jesus spoke to them, Yes, you will drink this bitter cup. You will suffer this baptism. However, it is not for me to say who sits at my right and left in my enthronement. No, the Father has chosen who will take those places. Now the rest of the twelve had heard the brothers and were angered at their request. To calm them down, Jesus gathered them together and explained, You know how, in the kingdoms of this world, rulers dominate their people, flaunting their authority and holding it over those under them? My kingdom is not this way. No, among you, power looks different. If you wish to be a leader, you must become a servant. Whoever wants to be the greatest must make themselves the servant of all. For even the Son of Man came to serve rather than to be served, to give even his life as a ransom for many. <laughs> 